0: Monday and welcome to the Talking Shop podcast. I am Michael at Medium Rare Cards and that over there on the other side of the screen is Josh with Grand Slam Cards. Josh, how are What's you?
1: It? I am great. How are you? We could we could call this the pre-show for Monday Night Raw. Tonight. Oh, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm excited because uh I'll get to go home and watch that after this.
0: So nice, nice. We are gonna we're gonna try to keep this show, guys. We're gonna try to keep the show an, under an hour. That's so cool. that
1: Josh can can go and watch his guilty pleasure. Um, I uh we watched a movie last night, my wife and I. It's the new Gerard Butler movie called Plane. Yeah, it's a good? Oh, it's crazy good. Like nice. Crazy good. So if you guys want a an action movie suspense, uh highly, highly recommend. If you're a nail biter, you won't have any nails left at the end of this movie. But good to know. Yes.
0: So I was going through a little bit. I had a little bit of FOMO this weekend. There were no local shows. There are a couple local shows. This coming up weekend, but no local shows this weekend, but a couple big ones that I saw some content for, uh, one of them was my, uh, the area or the, um, the place I went to my first card show last year, which was Nashville and then the Philly card show. Uh, Josh, I know you've mentioned going to Nashville.
1: Have you ever been to a card show in Philadelphia? I haven't. Um, in fact, I don't know if y'all saw the other day on, did you see my post on Facebook? Uh, it popped up in my memories. So this was, oh, I did see that. So five years ago, just the other day, I went to my first card show that was in um, March of 2018. So we had the store for about four months and I guess I felt felt like going to a card show. So I think that was the Hickory show was my first that one. That looks
0: like Hickory. That was the first show you ever set up at or I went to?
1: Ever set up at. Okay. Because I would and if I ever went to one, it would have been back when I was
0: Man. in my teens. So good evening, Derek. Um up, glad you could be here. So uh floating around that first show. I mean, how many how many Mahomes rookie cards are floating around that show? It was it was probably I don't know if Panini was on time back then but it was probably XRCs back then right Uh
1: well this would have been so when we literally took the keys to the shop there was Contenders 2017 Contenders Football was ready to be opened and put on the shop, yeah. shelf cuz we that launched on Christmas and that was the day we got the keys was Christmas so the day after Christmas was our first day of ownership and yeah contenders so that would have been twenty seventeen contenders football back when that was on time uh, yeah so Mahomes would have been in that, and you would not have been chasing him at that time nope. i remember no
0: nope. Mahomes rookies football. heck, I'd love to see what trout rookies were going for back then
1: well, um, I can tell you so i it was probably within six months after that a customer brought in a i had i had bought in with my own money a box of um like tops gold label or triple threads or something and I got a Glaber Torres rookie auto and he was a big deal back then that was 2018 I believe and uh, the card was worth about 150 bucks I put it in the showcase while well, a customer came through a big yankee fan asked if I would trade for that card and you know again I'm just a few months into doing this and so I was like well that that's my personal card I kind of want to just sell that one I just threw it in the case to see if someone would buy it the guy opens up a binder flips to a page, points at a Mike Trout update rookie and says, would you trade it for that card? And I was like, well, yeah, I think that card's like, I think it was around $300 at that time. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So that's why I know the $300 mark. And I was like, well, yeah, for that one, I probably would trade it. And he goes, all right, I'm a big Yankee fan. I'd rather have that card. I said, great. And so that was my win for the day, you know, (laughs) But here's the thing I got to looking at the card, I said, Man, this thing's in really good shape. Um, I was a few months later, I sent it off to be great and it got a PSA 10. Wow, and I sold it at the height of COVID for like six grand. If that tells you anything,
0: that is that,
1: that is case. a win
0: for that is a win for a decade,
1: yeah. And I haven't done it since anything like that. That was the wow. and that card's way down from that price yeah, now, still.
0: That's right. awesome. That, yeah. What a great story. Yeah. JP, what's up? Thanks for being here. Yep, yeah, so um I've I've watched some content from, from content creators that go to these shows and sort of report back. And one thing that I wanted to bring up and ask you about and get your take on is they're saying that pricing um has sort of stabilized, but This is why they say it's stabilized, because the people that are now selling the cards have purchased them at the adjusted prices, and they don't have this thing of, well, I'm into it for X, so I can't sell it for Y. Yeah. I think that's an interesting thing, and I wanted to see how long you think before prices will sort of go from there and then maybe start ticking up a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think I think that was just a matter of time. By the time yeah. those cards make it to out into the wild again, and people just cut their losses yeah. and move on from it, then you, I think you start seeing that more and more now. Yeah, I'm not seeing even a lot in the shop. A lot of, man, I'm into this super deep during right. you know that COVID, that COVID boom, and so, yeah. um, or if you are, it's just kind of like I think people have come to to terms with. I just gotta get what I can get. It's probably never gonna be at that height again. Yeah, at least not anytime soon. And so yeah, what a what a crazy time. It just threw the whole hobby out of whack, you
0: know. It did. It did. Mm,
1: wax prices. Yeah, absolutely. So all right, let me just
0: I, I wanted to bring that up, see what your take was. I, I think it's a good thing. The sort of it's normal. Sure. Um, you know, it's crazy to think that we're You know, now we're clamoring. The card world is sort of clamoring for fifteen dollar grading fees. They're like, when's when's PSA gonna drop their prices and and give some specials, or maybe drop their prices? And you know, it was like this time last year, it was grading was one hundred and fifty dollars a card, no matter what you were sending it. So it's nuts how things change very
1: quickly. We were talking to a, a customer in the store today, and told him, um, "Well, guess what? You know, he's he's back, just new into the hobby, just jumping mm-hmm. back in, or jump, yeah, jumping back in from decades ago." And uh, so this is, this is all new to him, and he's learning it. And uh, we said, and he likes good product for sure. And uh, we told him, we said, "Well, hey, uh, Wednesday Prism football comes out." He said, "Oh yeah, that that's pretty good, isn't it?" I said, "Yeah, that's a, that's a good one." He said, How much will they be? I said, I think they're about seven hundred and fifty a box. Oh my. And I was like, You have no idea what these things were the last couple of years. Like yeah. to say 750 a box for football prisms. Like, Prism football. Wow, that's yep. cheap. Which it isn't cheap, but just goes to show you how crazy high those boxes yeah. were.
0: It is cheap when it's everything's relative, right? You know, the whole saying is how do you sell a twenty thousand dollar watch? You put it next to a fifty thousand dollar watch
1: yeah and so
0: yeah it's um yeah to 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 think that prism anything prism is going to be under a thousand dollars for a hobby box is is nuts so it's good it's good for the hobby i think things are going to continue to sort of normalize and i think we're we're once baseball starts it's really gonna yeah
1: there are some there are some things that that aren't going to normalize like they used to when we get into the rookie card segment we'll talk. I've got some, some thoughts there, but. Well,
0: let me do a quick rundown. The rundown guys is for folks that just maybe tuning in for the first time or tuning in from, from uh, a break and just giving you guys the format for the show. We're going to finish up the opening rip here in just a second. And then we're going to move on to new in the shop. We've sort of mashed up new in the shop for what's coming this week and next week. Uh, then we're going to jump behind the counter, talk about rookie baseball rookies, uh, answer a couple listener questions. And if you do have some questions you want us to get to during the episode, just drop those in the comments below. Card from the vault, our newest segment, hits from the shop. And we wrap things up with crazy stat of the week. But first, the rest of the opening rip, Josh. Right now, there's this little event called the World Baseball Classic. Do you care about it?
1: Uh, not as much as you, probably. But I do love seeing the lineups that these teams, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, isn't the, um, what's the lineup that's just loaded? Well, the United States lineup. The
0: DR, the Dominican yeah. Republic.
1: Oh, yeah. You look up and down that lineup, you're like, holy cow. Yep. All-star lineup for sure. I do like it for that part. I like seeing the, the different lineups get put together yep. by country. So um.
0: it's neat knowing that if things work out, and I, I would say I care, but I watch the highlights, so I don't know how much that exposes me for caring or not caring. I think it'll be cool if Shohei faces Trout, which <laughs> you're not going to see that ever um, unless they switch the all-star game up to where people are getting drafted on different teams but um and you know Derek is chiming in the center fielder for Korea is going to be a star uh and the MLB what's up Avery I, uh, I'm glad you could be here
1: There's an article I saw it said the uh, Nicaraguan pitcher Duque Hebert struck out Juan Soto, Julio Rodriguez and Rafael Devers in the World Baseball Classic today a scout for the Tigers was in attendance, and now the dude's been signed by the Tigers. <laughs> so it's like, <coughs> what a stage!
0: It, it is a stage now. So if a scout, if a scout does that, and this sort of ties into what the the episode's going to be about later in just a bit, but if a scout says, "Yeah, let's sign him," then as a card collector, should we say, "Yeah, let's see if he's got a first Bowman somewhere?"
1: Yeah, well, or at least put it on the radar. You know, for sure. I saw, um, speaking of the World Baseball Classic, did you see uh, Great Britain's jerseys? Oh, they're see? awful. Yeah. Someone said something about they didn't get their, uh, their prints in in time. So someone just like took Ariel <laughs> font. It just says Great Britain right across there and just regular old font. I mean, I'm down with
0: like minimal uniforms, like they're like the Browns, right? Nothing on their helmets, Bama, just a number, but. Yeah, I saw those uniforms. I was like, someone I think someone's gonna get fired over that one. So I follow um, a
1: I follow a new Facebook page. It's like always loaded with sweet stats, like crazy stats. So I have to be careful not to just spout them all off. We gotta save them for uh Yes,
0: please do, because I didn't do my homework this week either.
1: So well, Okay, I'll do two
0: of them then. So. Okay. Um but yeah, so these these world the world baseball classic uh, I wouldn't say I wouldn't like say that this is like the Olympics, right? I wouldn't. And no one no one is using World Baseball Classic and like World Cup in the same sentence.
1: It's like glorified spring training. Right? So thank you for saying that,
0: because I mean, yeah, this kid strikes guys out. And but this is their this is literally their spring training. You got to think that some of these guys have a little bit of rust. I mean, I know that athletes today, they train 12 months out of the year, but come on. Come on, yeah. Man. <laughs> so, I was close to buying. Tops is offering a World Baseball Classic set, so I, I guess it's gonna f- be like a, uh like a curated tops now, that's gonna be from the, the World Baseball Classic, and I was going to pull the trigger on it. It's like eight to ten weeks shipping when the thing ends wow i mean that's two months it's gonna end before open like that's two months into the baseball season Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you know unless you're really into this and i think uh, now look the 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 japanese market for baseball they're bananas over baseball and otani hit a ball i guess yesterday or the day before that i don't think has landed yet Mm. so i mean he absolutely roasted one And so they're crazy about their baseball there, so there's probably a market there. But
1: Well, my my boy Schwarber hit a home run in the World Baseball Classic, which then gave this stat. Kyle Schwarber has hit a home run in the World Series, the ALCS, the NLCS, the ALDS, the NLDS, the American League wildcard game, National League wildcard game and the World Baseball Classic. That's my boy Schwarber, speaking of the Classic. Nice
0: time time to sit a hall of fame watch on him or no
1: too early for that but i mean he's gonna end with he's gonna end with 500 over five runs yeah at least
0: there you go um all right enough of that um i just wanted to see what your take was on it i'm a little sort of lukewarm on it um i think again i don't know if it's ever been it's it's in japan right this year sure okay (laughs) <laughs> I mean, has it has it ever been here? I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I'm I'm guilty, guilty as well. Yeah. All right. Well, Derek is chiming in, educating us. Centerfielder for Korea is going to be a star. Had some World Baseball Classic stuff when the Gurriels were playing for Cuba, and he has yeah, a chat, Cuba, card Cuba card. That's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. I guess if like like I would I wouldn't um refuse an Otani Auto out of the World Baseball Classic set. Right? right? I don't know if I'm going to be searching for it. And I don't know how collectible it is unless this thing sort of takes off. I think what they were saying is that it is sort of prime to take off just because the US won it last time. So they're like defending champions, but they're the U.S. is going to be always in a tough spot in this sort of thing. It's sort of like Olympic basketball, right? Like if they don't if they don't win the championship, then it's like you know yeah. all the pressures on them.
1: So,
0: all right, Josh, what's coming to the shelves this this week? What's new in the show? Uh,
1: well, we talked about uh, day after tomorrow, Wednesday. We've got the big uh, Prism release um prison football 2022 at the same time one of my personal favorites it doesn't get a ton of love but uh quantum elite basketball oh i love that the most wednesday. so those are the two big ones on wednesday and then friday um you know there's nothing at least metal draft baseball well i mean some people like that it's not expensive it's cool it's loaded with autos so those are the big ones this week elite basketball and prism football. Um, for anyone interested in breaks, we are scrolling our first break credit code at the bottom of the screen. If you're listening and want to try it, the code is 2A is an apple 116C. We're going to give away three of these tonight during the podcast. Uh, each one can be used by five different people. So, Little uh little break credit and if you want to jump in, we're filling a break right now, a little cheap baseball one and we've got an expensive football prism one filling, so nice. We'll check the breaks out and that's what's gonna be new in the shop.
0: Um that Leaf Metal Baseball that's is that pros that's prospects yeah. and rookies, right?
1: Rookie, rookies and prospects, yep.
0: So leaf you're box. you're looking at Julio or no? Or are we look uh,
1: at Yeah, you're probably looking at the next class, but they yep. also will stick some young second year guys in that product yep. too. So, I haven't yep. looked at a checklist yet, but um, it wouldn't surprise me if if Julio's in that one too. And then
0: next week, uh, just want to looking over the list. Uh, oh man, love Obsidian. That's coming. Um, there's that Chrome tops chrome mcdonald's all american basketball yeah actually i think we have that coming believe it or not and then i'm just gonna put you on the spot here because i know you love it when i put you on the spot live go ahead did you get any prism premier league soccer
1: no uh, i quit well when's it come out next week oh well then i don't know yet so
0: <laughs> okay, well then you know, I haven't
1: might have been it. one that I texted you and said, is this any good? Because I think I'm getting some. So don't hold me to that, but I don't want to be let down. Well you need to start like <laughs> MLS soccer and then you won't be let down.
0: <laughs> All right. Let let's jump into uh the meat of the episode, which is behind the counter we're looking at baseball rookies to look for and you know more so a cautionary tale because i can remember when i first got into this this hobby first back into it a guy named luis robert robert
1: no one knew Uh,
0: his name i know um and and he was like the guy to chase, right? Yeah. So um before before you show it, Jacob, the first uh Luis Luis Robert, um, I'm gonna give you a little over-under challenge here. Oh. For a PSA 10. No, no cheating. We haven't talked about this. I'll keep mine here. Okay. Uh PSA 10, uh base, just a base rookie PSA 10. Uh it's sold. Uh, a couple days ago, uh Luis Robert, PSA 10 rookie, uh over
1: under fifteen dollars. Ooh. I would say over, but not by much. My okay. my gut was gonna be 20 or 25 bucks. 20 bucks is kind of where I really wanted to be. Okay.
0: Jacob, if you could show that on the screen.
1: Yeah. Wowzers! Now is Nine that miles. is that common? I wonder, or is that like the low weird one-off? List?
0: I just took. I didn't want to uh, spend a lot of time looking at these things because then I don't know if uh, you do this, but when I get down the rabbit hole on in eBay, then it's like an hour later, and I'm like, oh, I haven't done any work, so I didn't want to just start searching. But th- I just found one in the last couple of days. I was shocked at this. One of the reasons why I was shocked at this is that I I sold this card probably in 2021, before the season. I sold this, not this card itself, but a copy of this card, PSA 10, for 100 bucks. Yeah. Um, Sounds like bananas. an opportunity buy at $9. That's what I'm thinking, too. So let me ask you this. What do you think the pop on this card is? I'm not going to do this on everyone, but I'm, I'm going to ask you on this one.
1: It's got to be stinking high because we've had several come through the shop in our showcase without even chasing them. So. Right. What do you I think mean, that pop is? Thousands.
0: I don't I'm know. Hold, hold you to a number. Come on. Just, uh, it in air.
1: Just grab it. 3,000. Uh, the pop on this is 18,000. I was going to go five thousand and think I was being kind of high. Oh, that's that's yeah.
0: how coveted Luis Robert was um, in twenty twenty and into twenty twenty one. I mean, this guy's you know he could probably play um, he could probably play tight end in in the NFL. He's that good of an athlete, big kid, yeah. right? So I'm going to c- compare and contrast um, and, and I'm gonna remove that. Uh, One of the chases for this year's Top Series 1 is a kid named Gunnar Henderson. Pop quiz, who does he play for? Orioles. There you go. There you go. Um, Yesterday, uh, a PSA 10 uh, base rookie sold uh, over under $75. Hmm.
1: Well, I'm gonna play reverse psychology. I'm gonna say over. But that is surprising to me that it's that high. If I'm right. Okay. What it's and healthy.
0: you are, go ahead, Jacob. You are right.
1: Wow. And again, that pop count's gonna be insane in the near future, I would imagine. In the
0: near future. Today, I checked this pop count today.
1: Um eight hundred. It's twenty three. 23 period
0: 23 period today I
1: mean, the product there's been out probably for
0: yeah it's the product still has the new car smell on it I mean it's super new um you know full disclosure I have a couple of these at grading and just waiting that it should be back next week but by the time they get back to me there's probably this pop is probably going to be four times this and then you know who knows where this card will end up um and just for uh and I got a couple more hanging there, guys. Let me just catch up on um uh some some comments here. Charlie Jordan, sorry if this has been discussed, Columbus card show Sunday at Embassy Suites. Charlie, if you are there, I will be there, hopefully. Columbus or Columbia? Columbia, Columbia, South Carolina. Um Sam is asking how he can take advantage of the break credit and
1: <clears throat> it's so a- Sam, you will go to grand slam breaks, rockhill.com. You've been there many a time cause you're always in our break. So up at the top under your account, there's a little pencil edit icon and there's a little tab to enter in the code. So, um, Oh,
0: and now I'm doing the podcast by
1: myself sorry guys i just i i was clicking (laughs) i was clicking to help sam and then i clicked myself (laughs) um but yeah sam got it here we go yep
0: mackie it is overproduced but i think i think that might be a little heavy-handed mackie i think a top series one should be i think you should be able to find that product everywhere so yeah
1: Um, and and when we get to well we are talking about this segment now so this is what's really changed since 2020 you know we've talked about how look at base rookie cards pre-2020 and then look at base rookie cards post and they're printing this product to keep up with the demand because you can buy these cards at Walgreens and Cracker Barrel and Barnes and Noble and card shops and Walmarts and Targets and gas stations and they have to have enough for all the 8, 9, 10, 11, 12-year-olds, all the way up to the adults and the hardcore collectors and the short print chasers. So based rookie cards are going to, unfortunately, they're going to max out at a pretty low price where, you know, Mahomes and some of these other guys' base rookie cards are going to always be a little bit higher because at the time they were produced. They weren't printing – and I don't even know this for a fact. Just common sense tells me they're not printing as much, as many cards they weren't back pre twenty twenty pre COVID than they are um, now. They just yep. they have to keep up with the demand because. Uh, and fanatics, it seems like when fanatics and tops got together, um, we've been able to get a lot more product in the shop through through tops, which means yep. you know they're they're printing it till the cows come home, yep. and so. Um,
0: They're going to print it until they run out of ink Um, also makes another point here. Sell when everybody wants buy when he becomes Roberts.
1: (laughs) Great point. Think about too. um, Luis Robert is just probably in a little bit of that Otani boat where, you know, Robert and uh, Eloy, they both got injured and they were both out for a year and everyone kind of forgot about them. Then they came back and I think they just rocked and rolled for a little bit, but it was too little too late for the season those guys get one full healthy season together under their belts and it could be a, a big difference because there was a time in 2020, 2021, we had $2 Otani rookies in boxes and you and they were just sitting there at two bucks. I yep. think you said you've got some from me at that time. Yep. So I use that as an example. And then when, when everyone kind of realized, oh, he's not going to stay injured 24-7. That was kind of <laughs> like some bad beginner's luck. Right. And then he saw what he really was. Then those things just sold like crazy and went yeah. down. So maybe there's a little bit of Luis Robert in there where he's going to come back and hit 45 home runs and the White Sox are going to be dangerous.
0: Well, here's... So uh, i got a couple more for you, and then we'll go into why I'm sharing this stuff. So um, 2018... Reese Hoskins rookie. Now, I just remembered uh, when I got back into the hobby, that was a name that kept popping up as yep. you know somebody that was sought after. But at that point, it was cooling down a little bit. So 2018 Tops Reese Hoskins PSA 10 sold uh, two days ago. Um, we'll go over under same thing, $15.
1: I got to think it's under if, if Robert's under, I got to think Hoskins was, and he was a chaser in 2018. I remember. Yeah. is that that'll probably always stick in my head as a, one of the first baseball seasons when we had the shop.
0: Yeah. I mean, and he has everything that, that you want in like a marketable player. That's a memorable name. Like Reese Hoskins sounds like a baseball player, right? Plays for a big market team, Phillies, you know, um
1: kind of like a five pool player yeah
0: yeah so let's let's go ahead and bring that up so you said under you would be right you could get him and Luis roberts for under 20 bucks combined which is bananas and so during this exercise i was like you know what i want to i want to see what one of the dudes that was like a can't miss kid when i was growing up and everybody wanted his card. Everybody wanted his card. And uh, Jacob, you don't have to wait for me to do an over-under on this one because we talked about it. But
1: See, I'm not the only one that does it. Michael kicked himself out of the podcast, so... Now you guys get to look at me until Michael makes his way back in. Oh, you did the same thing. <laughs> and what is going on? What are the chances, Greg Jeffries?
0: I remember, I remember the Sports Illustrated article about this kid. I mean, he was like supposed to be the second coming, right? And I was actually shocked that. Yeah this card sold for almost a hundred bucks, but I think we talked about it. There's probably a little bit of nostalgia here. The guys that collected this back then, we didn't have any money when we were kids. So we just find a high graded Greg
1: Jeffries PSA 10. Yeah. And I mean, any that survived are going to be not PSA 10s. I guarantee (laughs) it. Do we have pop count on that one? Mm, Let me look. I'd be really curious on that. Uh,
0: Well, while I'm looking, answer me this So, what would your take be or advice be with regards to chasing after some of these series one rookies
1: uh get the get the short prints for one, you know if you want your ceiling to be high, like if they keep rocking and rolling and their career is just on a upward trajectory. You know, your base card that we've proven is going to have 10 billion PSA 10s out there. They're just never going to get over a certain price. But uh, go look at some of these same guys we've talked about, and they're hard, harder to pull short prints or they're numbered stuff. That's that's where I would be. Um, so. And that's where the market's going to be for the guys that are going to play in the bigger numbers. It's going to be um, numbered cards, short prints, super short prints.
0: Yes. Another one,
1: you know, that 2018 rookie class, you know, another chaser that Raphael Devers. He was kind of a chaser at the time. Um his cards aren't worth very much either. Yep. He's a great yep. player. Low numbered low
0: numbered serial low numbered colored parallels, if you can, if you're yeah, chasing I mean, these guys.
1: It's just a simple fact. They only make X amount of them. And so Right.
0: right. Um
1: you're gonna keep the value up.
0: I found the pop, the pop number for this card. I'm Jeffries. Out of the junk wax era, how many PSA tens do you think are floating around?
1: Uh, a thousand. Ninety three. Wow. See, I mean, just
0: you said it was going to be condition sensitive, and then that's why there's some value here. Yeah, that's amazing. I sort of kind of want one of these things now. I you mean, should. look, you, you would say this is like a color match, right? Color match. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Well, goes <laughs> to show you how hard it is to get tens in those eighties and nineties cards, man. I'm telling you Absolutely. even straight out of the pack because of centering and because of those dark edges. And-
0: mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Derek, Jordan Walker, buy now. sell later, is that a question or is that. an? I edict? think saying, buy him now, sell him later. Oh, Uh, just by Harper's and hold, uh, their value just by Harper's. They hold their value pretty well Yeah, because he's on his way, right? He's on his way to the hall of fame. If he does, if he just keeps doing what he's doing, um, you know, Josh, I'm going to just, you know, wrap up this segment by just echoing what you said, you know, um, the, the pop count is a blessing and a curse, right? Because some of the numbers can get kind of wonky. People are cracking slabs all the time. I've cracked slabs, not PSA to PSA, but I've certainly cracked slabs from other companies and sent them to PSA. And I didn't send those labels back to the other companies so that they clean up their pop report. Right. You know, I don't, very few people I know do that. There are some folks that are diligent about doing that, but as low pop as you can get, autos, if you're going to do autos, see if you can do on card, you know. If it's a patch, make sure it's game used if you can get it, not player worn. There's a lot of things that you got to look out for if you're holding long term and you want these things to to have some long term value. Mm-hmm. There's some, you know, chate. But you know, this isn't to say that chasing rookies is a bad thing. It's fun. It's fun to sit there and look at the the top 100 prospects, and when some guy graduates from that list you go get him, and, and go see if he does something. And if he's the next big thing, I think that's part of the reason why we love this hobby mm-hmm. is we could sort of speculate on some guy's career and, you know, sometimes he turns into Mike Trout and sometimes he turns into, I don't know, Craig Jeffries. Craig Jeffries. So, all right, let's jump into some listener questions here. Um, and, um, if, if we have some time, we're, we're doing pretty good on pacing here. So If you have a question for us, drop it in the comments below. But the first one is about um, two platforms that I have a little bit of experience with. Not a lot, but I want to throw this your way, Josh. Calm C or whatnot versus whatnot, which one to use for raw cards?
1: So when I first read this, I thought... It could, be, it could be perceived both ways, which one to buy and which one to sell. So for buying, I think, Com C and for selling, I think, whatnot. Um, someone was telling me the other day, some of the prices people get on whatnot for certain rookies that are 5 and $10 rookie cards will kind of get a little bidding more and go for 40 bucks or something yeah. like that. And so you're selling, I would say. I'm not a big fan of whatnot. We have a whatnot channel and you'll see in a couple months, you're going to see us get pretty active on it. Um, not me, but the store. Um, but I think, I think that's where you sell. Um, and when you're buying, I think Com C is where you go. I don't have a ton of experience with that. I'm familiar with it. Um, but yeah, You've got probably a little more experience there maybe, but tell me your- Yeah. So when I first
0: got back into this, Com C, their going rate for modern cards was like 35 cents a piece. And when I say that guys, if you haven't used Com C, there's sort of this huge platform. I I would be surprised if Fanatics doesn't make a bit of a run at them. Uh, that's how big they are. They've got millions and millions and millions and they do uh, millions of transactions I don't know a day, but at least a week, I know that. Uh so you what you do is you take a stack of cards, you send them into COM C. It's now fifty cents a card. So they scan it and then they list it on their platform, and then that's it. When when you'll get notified when your cards are processed, and then you go into the platform, and then you price your cards. And that's it. And so It doesn't make sense to send them a 50 cent card because it costs you 50 cents to list it. Now, if you send them a $5 card, then it makes sense because then you don't have to ship it. You don't have to do anything. Once you're in there, you got it.
1: And a lot of the uh, buyers, correct me if I'm wrong, they'll go in there. They'll do their shopping. They'll click around. They'll buy this card, buy this card. Comp C just moves that card digitally you know over to your collection yes so the card stays at com c but it now becomes yours and right. you can you can either relist it later at some point you can ask them to ship it to you correct yes. a lot of people just do the buying and swapping and collecting and then at some point later down the road they can get their cards back but usually they'll buy them and just keep them there and wait for the the trend upwards and then relist that's one yes. way
0: there's a little bit of arbitrage there you could do that one of the reasons why it's for buying singles is uh the scans look great. And you could I mean, I think it's like $4.99 flat rate shipping for as many cards as you want. Like literally, like if I buy ten different cards on eBay all for ten bucks, that's a hundred bucks, but then I've got fifty dollars in shipping. Right. If I do that same thing, on Com C, the pricing per card may be a little higher. But then you get the flat rate shipping, so it's a wash. Yeah. So you got to do the calculus. You got to make sure that that it's somewhat close because ComSea's prices can get a little wonky. But the thing is, is you could buy, you can send offers in. You can buy complete lots from people. So I think if you have the time... Going to ComC, doing the research, and just sort of bouncing back and forth between ComC and eBay, there's some opportunities there. And like Josh said, you don't even have to have the card shipped back. You can buy 25 Wander Franco rookie cards on ComC, keep them in the platform. And then when he is about to hit 400 for the first half, then you can just list them all and make, you know, five bucks on each of them. So now what's your experience with Whatnot and buying singles, Josh? Like, Uh, Would you ever use Whatnot to buy singles for the shop?
1: I would not just because it's an auction platform primarily and you're bidding against other people. So there's that, you know, no one else bids on it. You could get a steal of a deal on something, but then there's the, you know, you're bidding so that the price gets bid up and then you're overspending. So I've just heard you can get good prices for singles on there if you're selling. So that automatically makes me say, well, I probably don't want to buy there. You know, Com C sounds like a bigger bulk lot of, Oh, look at that. You found us. We are on whatnot. We, we did a little run on it for a little bit. Um, so, and we're going to, we're going to do it again. Uh, in a couple months, we're we're getting some other things in order, and then we're going to hit whatnot in a couple months. So nice. If you want to nice. see us see us uh, back on whatnot at some point,
0: yeah, I think the thing with whatnot, if you're there to buy singles, and depending on what you want to do with these, if the, you're a collector, you're going to pay whatever you want for the card. <clears throat> if you are like me and you collect some and you flip some, you go to whatnot and you got to find a room with like. If you find a room with a hundred people in it, then it gets to be a urinating contest for some cards, and the prices go up, right? Yeah. But if you find one of those rooms where there's like eight people in there, and a the guy's just trying to sell his collection, you sort of, you sort of type in, "Hey, can you put a lot together?" I mean, there's some, there's some opportunities there. Now, this is what I will say. Calm C, if there's an issue with condition on the card, they'll actually put a comment there. Hmm. If there's if there's a soft corner or something or a crease, whatnot, you are sort of slave to the resolution of their camera and the lighting. So I guess you can ask, but if you're you're in the middle of a bidding war for for one of these rookies we're talking about, you're not going to be like, hey, can I see the back of that for the centering or you know. None of that. So I would try each and see. You know, I've been burned a couple times on whatnot, condition wise. You know, they get to me and it's like, whoa, that should have been disclosed. Yeah. You know, but you know, maybe maybe that's why I got it for a good price because everybody was paying attention to that soft corner, and I was just like, oh, look, something shiny. I'm gonna buy it.
1: All right. Um, people get these uh, these deals on eBay where they're like, "Man, I just ran across this guy. He needed some quick money, and I sent him an offer on that Brady downtown for two hundred and fifty bucks, and he and he sold it." And I'm like, "Where?" Every time I try to give someone a low offer, they're like, "Decline, decline."
0: Yeah, yeah. I always run into the the automatic decline guys. Oh, yeah, I, I always do that. All right. Second uh, question before we move on. To card from the vault is where is
1: it? Where is it? Where is it? While you're looking for it, did you find it? Oh, I did.
0: So I bought a few hobby boxes from uh, a local card shop, and cards in them have some damages from production. What's the best way to get those replaced, or can I even do that at all? So a little show and tell. My
1: my advice, if they're not worth much money then it's not worth the hassle and that's and i mean like that they're just base cards that are probably not going to be worth anything right. best thing they're going to do is replace those base cards and you've jumped through a million hoops and sat on hold for for an hour just for that it's the stuff that's like you know a numbered luca rookie numbered uh, 199 you know that's worth sitting on the um in fact now this is this is a little different. I I'll, I'll tell this story in a minute, but um of something that happened in the shop the other day that's pretty hilarious, but uh Yeah, I mean, it, you got to you got to crunch the numbers and do the math and is waiting on hold and jumping through all the hoops and getting the receipt and sending it all in worth the time for the card. Some cards heck yeah, it's worth it. And yeah. I've heard of people doing that and having some luck. They just they're going to make you jump through a bunch of hoops. And so I've had to print out a receipt or two, someone that, you know, opens a box and it doesn't have an autograph in it. And you're supposed to get, you know, an auto or two in it. And there's just no autograph or, um or a card severely damaged. And you can tell it was that way from the get go. And so, you know, that's my advice. If you're just looking for the base stuff, how valuable is your time? Cause they're going to waste a lot of it. <laughs> during that, during that time.
0: Well, I, I happen to have a, uh... A, an example. So I opened up a, a box of tops Sonic. I was excited for this product. Some of the parallels were, were good, but I'm going to show these cards. I'm going to hold on. Let me see if I can do this. There we go. So this was the third card in half the packs.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah,
0: well, there's supposed to be a border
1: at the top.
0: Yeah. At the top of each one of these, like we
1: one guy, you had one job printing guy. That's right. I mean, it's
0: like, I mean, come on. Yeah. So, um, Jacob, if you could pull up that site real quick. If you go to Tops uh, Customer Service, you'll actually get to this page. Where can I send my damaged cards for replacement? Uh, And this is what you have. Josh mentioned this. This is what you have to do. You have to fill out the form at the bottom. There's some form you have to fill out. You have to send the damaged cards in, get a receipt from the card shop. Yeah. You got to get the wrappers that they come out of and a UPC code at the bottom of the box. And uh, this is, I remember seeing this, form before, they also wanted this number, which is at the top of the inside flap of the hobby box. Yeah, on some of these, they're trying am to my,
1: assure you don't buy this damaged card at a card shop or a card right. show and then want right. to claim to get it replaced. Right.
0: So, uh, it, these are all base cards. J- Josh, Josh made made a great point. I mean, I'm, am I going to go through all this for? you know, a Nelson Cruz 15-year card? Probably not. But I guess to answer the question, yes, there is a procedure to go through if you got damaged cards. And if you want to take the time, go for it. I don't know what it is for Panini. I'm sure it's similar. But, I mean, their track record has gotten a little bit better for Redemptions. But I, I can't imagine for replacement cards it's going to be
1: any better well, than that it's kind of along those same lines we had uh so we had a lone hobby box of 2021 Donruss football sitting on the shelf and it was the last box uh it wasn't it wasn't a surviving box from 2021 but it was like in a little fill in order i did distributor had two boxes of donruss left or something so i said add those to it so but the last box is sitting on the shelf and we had 350 bucks on it because and it's it's what it was last year 2021 and, uh, you know, it sat on the shelf for weeks. Finally, a customer bought it the other day, came back in um, and was like, check out what was in that Donald's Hobby Box I bought. <laughs> it had a Justin Fields Rookie downtown in Boom. that box. Sitting Boom. on Boom. This- and I said, holy cow, are you kidding me? That box has been overlooked by everybody for so long. And he goes, Well, wait, it gets better. Look at my autograph was. And he holds up a redemption. And it was a Trevor Lawrence RPA rookie oh, auto. That box had been sitting there. So we had a cow about it. He bought it on March 9th. The expiration on the redemption was March 8th. Oh. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I said, of course, I'm like, oh, you got to call them anyway, you know, because yeah. they they may still have that card. He said he called them and must have got some idiot on the phone because the idiot told him those cards have gone up in value too much. There's nothing we can do. You need to be more careful when you're buying older sealed wax product. And I was what? like, what? So he said, oh, I was livid. And so. I said you need to hang. That's when you need to hang up and call back and get some other guy that's in a better mood. But um, they're gonna they're gonna wrestle around with that redemption because it could very well be sitting there ready to be redeemed. Right. And he just got some idiot of a, a representative. But oh my goodness, man! Think of a company saying you need to be more careful when you're buying our products. Yeah. What an <laughs> Regardless, yes. I hope he gets something for it because that was a the Justin Fields will more than pay for it because I think he's sending it off to have it graded too. It looked perfect, but good for was, him. For those good local for guys that have been in the shop and seen that box sitting on the shelf and overlooked it, I'm like, "Woo, that was a banger!" So, Josh, do you have a card from the vault for this? Well, week? I do. I you're gonna have to have mercy on me. I have some cards from the vault, and the reason it's cards is because we bought a really big collection the other day. And Before I show this, our second break credit code is scrolling across the bottom, 2A16DF. Go to GrandSlamBreaksRockHill.com, redeem it, use it on a future break. Uh, five people can use each code. But um, we bought this huge collection and mostly it was Carolina Panthers. And we joked after the deal was done, we said, Well, as long as someone like D.J. Moore doesn't go and shoot somebody, you know, and and (laughs) prices plummet, you know, we should be okay because there is a lot of these Panthers cards. Well, an hour after the deal's done, D.J. Moore gets traded to the Bears and uh, we said "You, you won't believe what just happened. But the good news is these are big rookie cards. So now Bears fans are gobbling D.J. Moore stuff up. Yeah, so is a blessing in disguise. So I've got some DJ Moore cards here. It's just a tiny fraction of what was in this collection. And I want to show off some of them. Um, these are going on eBay immediately. In fact, they're probably already on there. Here's a one of one um, out of encased. That is a one of one DJ Moore quad patch auto. Ooh, that was nice. Here is a one of one Nike logo out of origins of DJ Moore. These are just sweet, these big fat Nike patches. Uh, this is number the five, little DJ Moore action. If you want any of these cards, just go to the website. Check these last two out the Black Finite One of One logo shield, DJ Moore out of Select. And last but not least, the patented penmanship Prism Black Finite. Wow. That's about as good as it gets for DJ Moore rookies. So um, a Beckett nine five, um, yeah. So if you like Panthers cards, go to our eBay store. They're all over there. And uh, for once, timing worked out pretty good on that.
0: <laughs> so I've got a couple, and I might just just be a glutton for punishment, but I'm not ready. <clears throat> I'm not ready to give up on this guy. So I got a couple. I've got, and um, this is a good-looking card, and he does look good in a Broncos uniform. I've got the Russell Wilson Genesis. Don't out give of up this year's. I'm gonna have a mosaic.
1: Good oh, that's sweet.
0: And then, oh, come on, Russell. Ooh, the Russell Wilson kaboom!
1: Goodbye right now. Probably pretty, pretty low.
0: So these look good. Um, they will be going off to grading pretty soon.
1: Um I want to touch base on one of Mackie's comments earlier. He said, uh, I'd be rich if I never bought a pack when I was five and got hooked. 35 years later, still buying every day. <laughs> that, re- that reminds me, um, here's why you wouldn't be rich, Mackie. Have you have you have you heard? <laughs> Have you heard the, uh, Mackie knows I love him. So that's why. <laughs> have you ever heard, you know, and the guy, the guy says you smoke cigarettes. So how much is a pack of cigarettes? Well, you know, now it's 10 bucks a pack or whatever they are. How many packs? I smoke a pack a day. How long you been doing that for 10 years? The guy does the math. He said, you could have had a Corvette by the time you had spent that much money on smoking cigarettes. And the, and the other guy says, uh, do you smoke? No, I do not. Where the heck's your car? <laughs> <laughs> you had to have a Corvette, so Mackie, that just means you had to spend it on something else. Uh,
0: let's move on to hits from the shop. Jacob, tee these up. Some of these are sweet, and yep. um, but I, now I feel bad for some of them because some of those DJ Moore cars were fantastic. So
1: yeah, hits I mean, from the shop. We'll make an offer. All right. So this is some stuff that was pulled recently this past few days from the shop. Uh, I
0: want this card.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like a $50 card. Young man pulled it out of a, out of a box of Bowman's best. I just, we just thought it looked really cool. If that
0: young man's at trade night, he will be,
1: he probably will be. He was in that
0: card. I'll buy it from you.
1: That's sweet. Uh, next on the docket is, so this came out of one of the select H2 boxes This is a gold disco numbered to 10 Mahomes. That's over Mm. a thousand bucks right there. That is awesome. The customer, I didn't get a picture of it. He bought another box and got the silver disco Trevor Lawrence rookie. It's not numbered, but it's a sweet card. I didn't get a picture of it, but yeah, that's probably the hit of the week right there. Mm. Well. A couple of these others might be.
0: Yeah, some, some of these things are
1: fire you're about to share. There's the fields downtown that was hiding in that Donner's box that everyone passed up, myself included. Uh, along with that is the next card, Jacob. This was the auto out of that same box. That's the uh, rookie phenom jersey auto, Trevor Lawrence. And there it is. Expired 3 and he literally bought the box on 3-9. So. Ugh. But
0: hopefully they can help them.
1: They're going to be dug in like a tick getting that card from them. So good luck. Yeah. Hope hope they do. We should at least get something. I would imagine get the right rep. Yep. And then, uh, so this is a little bit of a cheat, but it did come from the shop. We pulled a downtown out of a Donner's blaster in the break the other day. So this is the Sean Taylor downtown. So that is a hit from the shop. So two downtowns, uh, three downtowns in the matter of a week because we had that Herbert pulled last Monday. So I thought this is cool out of Bowman Inception, a new product last week. Uh, Someone
0: was asking if you had some of that in the shop.
1: Yeah. So we don't anymore. It sold out, but I should have some more in pretty soon. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Blaze Jordan, he's 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 got a sweet name. And, uh, and then this was Brady House. This was a, a gold number to 50. That came out of Bowman's Best as well. Uh, same, same kid that hit the Julio was the one that hit this one. So, uh, and I can't remember. That's it. Yep. So there's a few, we don't get pictures of all of them and a lot of stuff doesn't get opened in front of us. And so, um, that's it from this week's hits from the shop. Um,
0: before we wrap things up with your two crazy stats of the week, I do want to do a shameless plug for it's not trade night anymore. We're going to call it card night. Card night. so card night on March tw- oh, like that. Um, card night March 25th at
1: what's the name of the church Josh Woodhaven Baptist Church just a couple minutes from the shop
0: in Rock Hill it's gonna run from
1: four till
0: four to nine four to nine and uh, tables this time are going to be twenty dollars uh, and and proceeds will benefit the same family we are helping out that is uh on a journey to uh uh, adopt the child so it's going to a great cause uh we want to continue uh supporting this family and what better way to support this family than a card a a, a card show at night so we're going to call it card night
1: yep love it uh yeah it was it was a hit last time we only used you know What half of the gym. And so we'll use the whole gym this time. We'll do $20 tables. We'll have some info about that out soon. Um, Free to attend as a a guest. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for more details. And Jacob, we should probably roll out that last code if you've got it too. So, if you want another break code, there it is the last one of the night 2A1CC7. Go redeem it. We do have two breaks filling over on the page. One's expensive and one is not. So pick your poison. We'll break uh, we'll break tomorrow if it fills.
0: Awesome. Uh, Josh, take us home with your two crazy stats of the week.
1: Crazy stats of the week. So the first one, you know, it's kind of funny. A lot of these guys get the same, um, the same crazy stats. This is up your alley a little bit. This is a golf stat. Oh, I love it. I think it's a tiger woods. So this, this tweet says shout out to John Rahm for reminding us of this unbelievable tiger stat on Sunday. So if tiger woods had only played golf in 1999 and in 2000, those are the only two years, two years of golf and nothing else. He'd have 17 wins (laughs) and four majors. That's a better career than Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, and we could go on. Oh yeah, he had only golf for those two years. Is that What's, not so?
0: If you're if you're familiar with golf at all, they play four days. After the first two days, they cut the field in half. Tiger Woods made a hundred and forty-seven cuts in a row, and you're like, "How hard can that be?" Just look up what second place is. Like second place is like twenty. Like Like, it's so hard to play golf that well for an extended period of time. That is a record that will never be, never, ever, ever, ever be broken.
1: ever. All right. What's that second stat? And then we'll let
0: folks go.
1: Yep. So the other one was, um, it was a Nolan Ryan stat. Surprise, surprise. The dude is a (laughs) walking stat. Um, and I just have to, here it is. So in June of 1974, Nolan Ryan in a game threw 235 pitches against that's, the Red Sox. That's crazy. Like that's not even the crazy stat. That's just <laughs> in itself. Uh, he made his next start on three days rest and won. And then he continued to pitch for 19 more years. That my friends is a crazy stat. Can I end on a funny stat? This one here. You know, Bob Gibson, the last pitch Bob Gibson ever threw was hit for a grand slam by Pete LeCocq. So, you know, the funny part is a decade later, there was an old timers game at Wrigley Field. LeCocq stepped up to the plate and Bob Gibson hit him. I I was just about to say he plunked him right (laughs) in the middle of the
0: back. Probably. That's fantastic. All right, Josh, before we let folks go, if you've made it this far, thank you. Yep. and if you haven't already like subscribe leave a review we'd love to hear from you any parting shots josh
1: go fill a break and we'll do it tomorrow all right hey. guys Peace.
0: um we may have a a bit of a schedule shift next week I'm in Vegas for a conference uh, so we'll figure things out so yep. we appreciate you guys thanks for being here we'll see ya bye Peace. <laughs> That was perfect. And broadcast, and broadcast and broadcast.